Krista Steele is a name that we're becoming more and more familiar with. She's the Leduc firefighter paramedic claiming she underwent sexual assault and harassment that lasted decades with her time with the Leduc Fire Department. Here's what she says that she hopes happens now after she's come forward with her story. I don't want I don't want my story to focus on those terrible things. I want my story to be able to focus on empowering women and men to come forward to create like positive change. I want the secrets behind the bay doors to be exposed. She addressed Leduc City Council on Monday night and very simply asked, how can the fact that I was assaulted by my coworkers not matter? So what's going to happen with the Leduc Fire Department? What kind of questions does this raise when it comes to workplace harassment, sexual harassment, and the kind of culture that exists not just in this fire department, but in other industries as well? We're going to get into it with our next guest who's been following this story from the beginning. She's an anchor and reporter for Global Edmonton. Of course, you know her. Brianna Carson-Smith is joining me now. Brianna, good morning. Good morning, Chelsea. Good to talk to you. I, I wish we were talking about something, uh, you know, that wasn't quite so horrifying. But you, as you know, you've been following the story from the beginning. And the details that continue to come out are really shining a light on a very disturbing culture with the Leduc Fire Department. So, Brianna, I just want to start from the beginning. There was a lawsuit that Krista filed along with another uh, female firefighter paramedic in February. So let's just get the details of that lawsuit and begin there. Sure. So as you mentioned, uh, the lawsuit was filed in February by these two female firefighters uh, who are still with the Leduc Fire Services, uh, Krista Steele and Mindy Smith. Uh, And then there's also, uh, it's a class uh, members, so there could be more women who are added on, um, though their names are not included in the statement of claim at this time. So it's multiple pages, uh, and Krista's story goes through more than um, 18 years that she's been with the Duke Fire Services, and she says in that statement of claim that the harassment, the bullying, the discrimination uh, really started from day one, one of the very first um, situations mentioned uh, in the statement of claim. Uh, she says that one of her first days on the job, a co-worker uh, was with her in an ambulance and he exposed himself to her. Uh, it goes on from there, multiple situations of allegations of uh, harassment, um, being punished for speaking out. She says that she did go to her superiors multiple times about some of these claims and that rather than having those escalated or any sort of action taken, she says that she was punished for speaking out, um, harassed, bullied for that. Um, Mindy Smith's claims are very similar. Um, and then ever since that happened, we have heard from at least one more Leduc firefighter, female firefighter, uh, Megan Wright, who's come forward. She stood in front of Leduc City Council two weeks ago now uh, and resigned. She gave them her badge saying that she no longer felt safe at work. Um, she had similar allegations of harassment. And she said that she couldn't stand it anymore. And um, really, the other thing that we that we know is that uh, the city of 
of Leduc actually ordered a third-party report into these allegations mm. from both Mindy and Krista. That was ordered last summer. That was delivered to the city in January. And to this day, city council has not seen it. The public has not seen it. Um, I know a little bit about what what's in it, but uh, it has not been released. And all three women say that we need to see that report. Why? Why has it not been released? Why have they been sitting on it for over for almost a year? So the city administration argues that it's because of employee privacy. Uh, they're arguing that uh, we know that uh, Krista, Mindy, and Megan were all interviewed for this report, as were several other members, both male and female, within Leduc Fire Services. Uh, and so Leduc is arguing that they can't release it in order to keep privacy of the people who were um, involved in it. Uh, that doesn't prevent the city council from seeing it. Certainly, they're um, obviously privy to a lot of information that the general public isn't. They could obviously receive it behind closed doors in a closed council meeting, uh, and then it would be subject to privacy rules within council. Uh, that has not happened. As I mentioned, the mayor council has not seen it, though they say that they have been briefed on it. I mean, so have I. So they uh, apparently have just about as much knowledge as, as I do about it. Um, the, the women are arguing that they participated in the report in this third-party investigation so that there could be action, so that there could be recommendations, and so that um, the public would know what was going on, so that at least the city would know what was going on, and so that action would be taken. And their argument is is that without the general public seeing the report, we can't know um, whether or not that action that uh, is contained within this report was taken. Um, And so we may never know. And I should mention, I foiled that report, and that was denied. Um, the city of Leduc argued that they don't believe that uh, the media or even um, the lawyers involved in the lawsuit should be privy to the report. Um, and so it, it's a back and forth. Yeah, and I get what you're saying. It certainly you know raises those questions of of privacy, what should be allowed to be public, but also adds another layer to these women coming forward with these horrible claims of not feeling supported, not with their employer, and then again, not with the city. So, Brianna, I want to know what the response has been from Leduc Fire Services, but also from the city. So let's start with the city of Leduc. What has been the comments being made so far? So we have had a chance to interview the mayor, and that was last week. Uh, He says that they're very concerned about these allegations, that they are working to resolve them. Uh, They did tell me that disciplinary action has taken place, so they won't say what that is. So we do know that, uh, of course, the now former fire chief, George Clancy, resigned last month. He cited medical reasons, but it was a sudden resignation um, uh, after there were some reports that he had posted on social media uh, some memes that uh, the women felt had targeted them. Uh, so he resigned. And then we also know that two other firefighters from within the Duke Fire Services are no longer with the Duke Fire Services. Uh, we have not been told whether they resigned or whether they were fired. Um, so we're not sure whether that was some of the disciplinary action that Leduc Fire Services and the city say that they've taken. Uh, they will not lay out uh, what disciplinary action was taken. I've seen some emails from the city manager who said uh, these two members are no longer with Leduc Fire Services, and they believe that that is the only employee-based action that will be taken in relation to these allegations. So according to that email, 
they think that um, that action is sufficient. They also say that an action plan is being put in place from the city of Leduc. So that's being put in place from administration. We don't know what that's going to look like, um, but they say that it will deal with um, systemic workplace harassment. And then they're also ordering their own report. So rather than um, release this third-party report that was done and delivered in January, they're uh, ordering a new one. Um, the former report was dealing with these specific allegations from Kristen and the other women. Uh, the city's arguing that this new review will be uh, more of a holistic approach to workplace culture in general. And so the response from Leduc Fire Services, aside from some very questionable resignations and a lot of big question marks when it comes to who's actually being reprimanded, have they spoken out publicly? They haven't. We haven't been able to um, reach anyone with Leduc Fire Services because the city of Leduc uh, is really trying to run the response on this one. They're the ones um, responding to us and, and setting up uh, interviews and things like that. So we haven't been put in touch with a representative from Leduc Fire Services since we began covering this in February. So where where does this go now? I mean, the goal, obviously, as we heard from Krista, is to share her story so that other victims don't feel alone feel that they can come forward but it, it, I mean it, it does it send the message that they should come forward if no action is being taken what what happens now so as mentioned Kristen did speak in front of city council Monday uh, Megan Wright also spoke uh, asking some pointed questions she wants um, several answers to surrounding this including what the city of Leduke is doing uh, they say that they're going to keep going to City Council every Monday until they get the answers to those questions and until they feel as though action is being taken, as they feel that um, the action that has been taken uh, is not been sufficient to this point. Other than that, this lawsuit is still working its way through the court system. So, uh, you know, that doesn't move quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the City of Leduc has not filed a statement of defense to this point, so we're not sure what their arguments would be uh, at this point and what their defense would be. We're waiting on on that. And then we're waiting on this action plan from the city of Leduc. Uh, their promises that they're going to lay out to improve workplace culture for employees with the city of Leduc. So really, we're in a holding pattern right now to see what the city of Leduc is going to do and see what the court system is going to do. Okay, Brianna, thank you so much for your great work on this. Really appreciate the conversation this morning. Thanks, Chelsea. Take care. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.